Are you using your voice in your business? Having a podcast is the fastest way to become a thought leader in your space. It not only builds your confidence, but it builds a reputation for you as an expert in your field. Many women have told me they don't have time to go through my eight-week podcast launch. Well, introducing the White Glove Podcasting VIP Experience. We will get your podcast up and launched in one week. This includes creating, naming, marketing your podcast, getting comfortable with recording, finding your unique voice, and launching with confidence. This is a luxury experience where you'll be guided by me personally through the process. If you've been thinking of launching a podcast and you're looking for a sign, this is it. Use the link in the show notes to schedule a call to learn more. Podcasting has changed my life and 10X'd my business. Let's leap into your next level together. Women aren't born warriors, we become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week I'm interviewing women who through tragedy and triumph are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, warriors. Today, we are talking about the power of breath work. I'm not just talking about breathing. I am talking about a guided experience with shamanic elements that allows you to go to places you've never been and feel things you have not been able to feel. A total release, a rebirth, an awakening. I have not done ayahuasca, but I have heard from people who have that these breathwork transformations, as I'm calling them, are even more powerful. I have done several of these sessions with my guests today, and it has been life-changing. Our breath is far more powerful than we realize. It's medicinal. It's a channel. It's a cosmic healing force that we can use to transform physically and emotionally. Today, I'm introducing you to my dear friend, Vaughn, but on Friday, March 19th, I will be on Vaughn's Cosmic Healing Podcast to tell you all about my personal healing experience with her. So really, this episode is two parts, one here and one on Vaughn's podcast. I will share the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today, and always remember... I am sending you so much love. If I told you there was a 4% chance of rain, would you leave the house in a raincoat, boots, and grab an umbrella? Of course you wouldn't. You wouldn't let a 4% chance of rain ever even enter your mind. Or would you? Studies show that only 4% of what we worry about actually happens. Just 4%. And yet we're up all night worrying about all of those what-ifs. All that for a 4% chance of anything actually happening. There is a whole 96% of life we're missing when we're focused on the 4%. It's not that you're a warrior. It's that the 96% feels more uncomfortable somehow. The 96% where things are going well, possibilities are endless. There are two worlds. One where you're living comfortably in your fear and limitations and victimhood, and another world where you're living in your divine freedom and possibility. And whatever you focus on, you get more of. I want to know where you're spending most of your days. 
Are you in the 4% or the 96%? Take my limiting beliefs quiz. Find out what's really blocking you. Grab the link in my bio. Hello, warriors. Hello, hello. Welcome back. And today I have such a treat for you. Today, Vaughn Piero joins us. She is a multidimensional healer that uses breathwork, movement, and sound as a pathway for transformation. Through a pattern of connected breath, shamanic elements, and channeled language of light, she guides you into an ethereal experience of healing mind, body, and soul. Vaughn's voice, when she channels, goes deep into the hidden places of your body, soul, and cellular memory, and unlocks what you've been holding onto that you aren't aware of. I know, because I experienced it. It gets me emotional even saying it, Vaughn. Vaughn is also the host of the Cosmic Healing Podcast, where she shares stories of what is possible for everyone when we play together in the cosmos. Well, welcome to the show, Vaughn. Well, hello, gorgeous. Hello, gorgeous. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be connected to you. I tell the story of you to almost everyone I meet with the first time we met when I was paired up with you in an exercise. <laughs> Vaughn, she's laughing her ass off right now. I was paired up with you as an exercise in an exercise. This is when I was absolutely still living in the matrix. For those of you that don't know, the matrix actually is a documentary. Um, I was living in the matrix and I had no clue. And so I was uh, paired up with Vaughn and we all we were supposed to do was look into each other's eyes And, you know, that's not always, I don't even, I didn't even know Vaughn. I I didn't know what she did. I didn't know anything about her. So I'm paired up with this beautiful light worker and I look into her eyes and I, I first of all, I can't look away, which is the weirdest thing. Cause you know, like the nervousness is like, I want to look away. I want to look over here, you know, but I'm having a hard time looking away. And then I just feel like I could go deeper and deeper into your eyes. Like I felt like I was like going with you somewhere and turns out I was. And then immediately afterwards, I was like, what do you do? I don't understand. Yeah. I feel like you have this endless capacity to take me in. I felt like there was no end to you. Mm. And you were like, oh, you were like, so. <laughs> and then, of course, later on that day or the next day, you get up and lead this insane breath work session, my first one ever. And I, it was like I did ayahuasca. I, I, don't, I was with a tribe. Uh, they were crowning me a warrior queen. I mean, I can't even tell you guys what happened, even in that experience. That's that's a whole other thing we'll discuss. But that's how I met Vaughn, everyone. My goodness. Isn't it amazing, like, the capacity? Because now I know when I saw you recently again, and we did stare into each other's eyes, and you could hold me so deeply. And that is the a testament to doing the work, like the capacity that your body can welcome in more love and abundance when you, when you clear out, you know, when you do the work, when you heal, when you let go and you allow yourself to become more free and more open, you have the capacity within to hold all of that juiciness and magic. Yeah. I mean, it's, and since then I've done this exercise with other people who are not in the work, they're still living in the matrix and they can't look at me. They can't look in my eyes. I was telling you this. They can't, they can't do it. And I, and I have such love for them because I'm like, oh, 
I I know it's uncomfortable to look into another person's eyes. Like I, when you are not feeling that love for yourself, when you can't, you can't even imagine the abundance that is within you. It's impossible to drink someone else in because you can't even drink your own Kool Aid, Vaughn. Exactly. That's can't even drink it. Like you're you're like, what are you talking about? Like I, you know, this woman was so uncomfortable, and I just had so much love for her. I just was trying to hold space for her. I just held onto her hands, didn't didn't let her move too much because I felt like she's gonna fall over. Uh, and it was just it was beautiful. But it was it's a great awareness when you when you get to that point. So anyway, so Vaughn, I have had insanely amazing, beautiful experiences working with you. I'm so excited to share you with everyone today. But let's start at the beginning because what's fascinating to me about every single healer that I've ever interviewed or talked to is I'm like, well, what were you doing before this? Like just folding your laundry? You were just like hanging out in your house. And then one day, like, you, you know what I mean? Like a Robin landed on your shoulder and was like, girl, you a healer. You're like, I just, I, I just can't even handle it sometimes. You help others have these amazing transformations, these spiritual awakenings as, as we call them. But what was your spiritual awakening? I want to know kind of that path for you and how you're able to do this work. I know that's oh, question, but- it, it is, it is. But I, but I know that I understand that because I, I used to be the same way. I like, how did, how did you get here? How are you who you are? Like, how do you go from this old version of yourself to like this version of yourself, like where we are right here, right now. And, um, and actually mine, I'm, I'm going to be 50 this summer and it was around three. I know. Cannot wait to celebrate because it just keeps getting better and better, right? Yes. I, around 43, I, I've been a massage therapist for over 20 years. I mean, that was has been my livelihood. And I was a really, really good massage therapist. Like people would come to me when they were in pain and their body hurt. And I would just go directly to the pain point. And I just was like, okay, cool. I'm a really good massage therapist. Little did I know that all of this like existed within me, but I continued my practice, working my ass off, making, you know, 50, 60 bucks an hour. And all of a sudden I'm 43, my gut health becomes jacked up. I have these feelings of I'm happy because everything on paper was like, great. Like I have a thriving business. I have an amazing husband and my kids are like friends. Everything was great, but there was something missing. And I was like, what the heck? And it all started my little bird on the shoulder. Like you described was Oprah on Oprah radio. And she said, what's your dream? And I remember I was driving in the car and I was like, what is my dream? And then I was like, oh my God. I don't have a dream. And then I, as I tried to find a dream, every dream that I had, I was noticing myself squashing it down. Like, oh, well, you can't do that. You'll never make enough money. Oh, you can't do that. You, you don't know how to do that. You can't teach classes. Every single thing that I dreamt of, I literally squashed it in that next moment. And then I was like, oh my God, I think... I'm not okay. Like, I think I'm supposed to be doing more. And I'm really, really, really disconnected from that more. And so then I just started um, listening to podcasts and I became obsessed with like personal growth and spiritual growth. Well, actually not even spiritual growth at the time. I was like on a personal growth journey. My personal growth journey took me into my spiritual growth path. I heard this one girl on a um on a podcast and I resonated with what she was saying. And she was hosting a retreat the like six weeks later now in Sedona. And I was like, 
I got to go to this thing. Like I had never invested money in myself. And this retreat was going to, you know, after flights and everything, it was going to be easily like $5,000. Vaughn does not spend $5,000 on herself to go off on a retreat. Like, no, that's just not. But it was such a full body girl. If you don't do this, you, you will not be okay. And at that retreat in Sedona is when I discovered breath work. There was this magical goddess woman that came in and led me through what I now lead you through basically, but with my own flair. And after that experience, I was like, what the heck was that? It rocked my entire world. I had never felt more alive, more connected to myself. My hands activated. Like I, that's when I like literally my hands, the palm of my hands started like debating. And, and I was like, I, I felt like I was like a super power person. Like I was just like, but, but yet I'm still Vaughn. Like what is happening to me? And so then I left that retreat. I'm like, okay, now what? I, I'm still a mom and a wife and have my massage therapy practice, but something in me changed. Like I was different. And so that really began my spiritual growth journey and just learning more about my, my, my gifts and, and my powers, because that's what it was. Like I unlocked my gifts and they've only been like they keep unlocking the more, the more I do, the more they unlock, the more expansive everything becomes. Oh my God. I love everything you're saying. First of all, I love when you were like, I don't have a dream. Like, <laughs> I know it was so sad. I was like, you're over here listening to Oprah. I don't have a dream. Do I have a dream? What is my dream? Like, I just fucking can imagine you. I just love you so much. I was so sad. Um, I love that so much because I, I know that feeling. I ha- I had that feeling too. Ironically, at 49, as you come into 50, uh, I was like, because 50 is the juiciest thing of all time. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I had the same thing. Like, what is my dream? Like, what am I doing? You know, and it's terrifying because you're like, is this, you, you kind of say to yourself, is this it? Yeah. If you're asking, if you're even asking, is this it? It's not. Right. Let's just mic drop it right there. Yeah. Right? If you're right. even fucking asking, that means you know it. Uh-huh. Mm. Right? Yeah. So the fact that you asked means you knew it. Yeah. <laughs> you were just terrified because you were like, where the fuck is this going to take me? Uh-huh. This is probably not going to be. Because again, it's so nice to be comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. I have a nice husband. My house is nice. My cute kids. It's yeah. not that comfortable to be like, I'm going to be a shamanic breath worker and yeah, <laughs> that's a and, whole and, other level. Yeah. And the version of me now, you know, those years ago, almost seven years ago now that I, I had no idea this version of me existed. And that's the beautiful thing about this work, because you don't know what's in there until you go in there and explore. Yeah. I had no idea. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to do like, this is my life. I get to do this, but it's all because I just, I said yes to that retreat, even though it felt uncomfortable as hell, but I was supposed to be there and experience that woman so that I would know that's what I'm supposed to be doing moving forward. This is so wild because we have such similar journeys. Like I didn't realize until I'm having you on here, how similar our journeys are. This is so wild. Um, I love the parable of the drowning man. Uh, also known as two boats and a helicopter, about a man who refuses several rescue attempts um, in the face of approaching floodwaters and each time 
the telling would be that the rescuers, like, right, that God, God will save it. He's telling the rescuers, no, 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 you don't have to take me helicopter and boat. God will save me. And after turning down the last rescue attempt, he drowns in the flood. And after his death, the man meets God and asks, why did you not intervene, God? And God responds, I sent a boat, I sent a helicopter, I sent the rescuers. So it, it kills me because, you know, this is how we are as human, right? humans, right? It's like, well, I just didn't know. I, I can't believe I got fired. I'm like, you can't believe it? But didn't you have, didn't you tell me you hate this job? Didn't you tell me you've been there so long that you feel so like gross that you're even there anymore? Didn't you tell me that you you literally feel so stuck? Like, what do you mean you wonder how you got fired? I'll tell you how you, the universe fired you. That's what happened. Instead of you leaving, I always say the pain pushes until the vision pulls, right? Mm -hmm. So if either the pain's going to push you out, you're going to get fired. Or the vision's going to pull you out and you're going to say, I'm leaving this stupid job. I've been here too long. But most yeah. people, most humans... We just wait until the pain. So I right. love the analogy of the helicopter, the boat, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. what, so you mentioned some of this, but the signs that you were meant for more, that you were a healer. What were yeah. the boats, the helicopters? Where, <laughs> before? The, yeah. The, the biggest thing. Further back, further back. Yeah. Well, it was funny because I remember in my, like, right after I began my massage therapy practice, I remember I was with someone and I guess she was maybe an energy healer, but she put her, she like touched my shoulder and she was like, you are an energy healer. Like you're going to be working with chakras and energy. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like whatever. Meanwhile, I had always been curious about chakras and energy, but I never gave myself permission to go there because that's what hippie, crazy woo woo people do. And I certainly was not that. So I was like, mm, no thanks. So I brushed that off. But again, at the same time, I was not ready to receive that information, you know, so I was not ready. So I have to give that version of myself credit because if I had been interested and, and peaked and ready in that moment, I could have said, oh, well, tell me more. What do you mean? Can I work with you? Can you teach me your ways? But no, I was not ready. And that is okay, because everything is in divine timing. So, so then I went on about my practice and I just, it really all came to a boiling point though, for me with my gut health. Um, I had leaky gut. And now that I know what I know, our lower chakras are housed in our gut and our lower chakra, like our root, sacral, solar plexus chakra, that's where we house, is, I describe it like a filing cabinet for our emotions. And we love to shove things away and put them in that file cabinet and be like, we'll just deal with that light later. Or maybe you don't even realize how important of a process it was, you know, of a deal that was. And you're just like, oh, it's fine, really. And you just shoved it down there. Well, I think I had just shoved to capacity and my my file cabinets were overflowing and, and I, I, I was not okay. I was leaking my leaky gut, leaking file cabinets. And, and so upon that journey of getting back together, cause I was really sick and I'd always been super healthy and active and I, I was not well, my hair was falling out. My skin was bad. I was, you know, IBS, like it was really bad. 
And, and so I went to like traditional doctors and they were like, oh, let's do a upper, you know, a GI and all that stuff. Do all, And I was like, no, it just felt like it was not that it felt like something else. So then I found a holistic nurse and she pr- did muscle testing on me and, uh, do you know, muscle testing, like where you um, test the resistance. I, I do know it, but let's, t- let's talk about what it is just in case. And, you know, cause there's definitely someone who's listening. Who's like, what the hell is muscle? Testing? Yeah. So-, so muscle testing is it's actually, you put like an energy around, around um, a thought or a belief or food in my case, and you test your resistance to your muscle strength. So if you're weak to it, then your muscle strength will like, if, if you were resisting the pressure of the, of the practitioner, then that means that's a week. Like, okay, this, this is a sensitive topic for you. And then if you're strong, you're like, okay, that's not it. Let's, and you keep finding the weak link. And so my weak link was like gluten and corn and all these things. But along that, like really, I mean, she was able to help me by by through my energy and through just the inner, the vial, she put a vial of energy of gluten on my belly and was able, it wasn't like gluten. You can't put a you know piece of bread. I mean, I guess you could have, but so it was through a vial of energy that my body responded negatively or positively to things. And I was like, wait, what, what is all this stuff about energy? Like I, I literally was like completely clueless to energy and that we were made of energy and, and everything around us is energy. And that really was the catapult that took me into, um, healing, not only my gut health, but my true healing journey of all things, my body, soul. It's amazing to me because I don't think people know that the stomach is really the seat of all emotion. It really is. Yep. And you know, when I think about Coco with her ulcerative colitis and she definitely is not one that likes to cry or anything like that. I'm like, isn't that interesting? Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So you will be working with her when I have you out here. Um, But little does she know what's coming. Uh, But I will say that's, that's fascinating, right? Because that was a sign that wasn't just like, oh, you're having stomach problems. It was like, oh no, there's some things locked in there and that's what you do. Right. So beautifully is you unlock these parts of us, these things that are going on inside of us. And then we have these kind of revelations like, oh my gosh, actually that's what that is. And you you sometimes don't even know. Um, and I'm going to really talk about this, by the way, when I, um, on Vaughn's podcast, which is going to be coming out, uh, what did we say? I'm going to come the out, on, you're coming out on yeah. May. Like the second week of May, I think. The second week of May. I think it's the, is it the 19th I'm yeah. coming on? Yeah. Yes, May 19th, I'm going to talk about my entire experience with Vaughn, which is going to blow your minds. So make sure you go to the Cosmic Healing Podcast on the 19th of May so you can hear that un- unbelievable story. Um, but let's go, let's back it up even a little bit further. Let's talk about pain in the body. Yeah. Let's talk about pain in the body. Um, what does that mean? What it, what it really means and how you work with it? Because that's how I kind of, I was coming to you for a myriad of reasons, but I was really having this um, this pain. So tell me how you work with pain in the body and how you work with it. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting, right? How I was a massage therapist for 20 years before I got into this energy work and, and, you know, people always hold their pain pretty much in the same place. You know, there's like this go-to pain point, whether it's, oh my, it's the right side of my neck or my left knee or my low back or, you know, the front of my hips. Like there's always something that is 
going on pretty consistently with the body. And once I began to understand how the body holds onto energy is when everything began to change for me. Um, And because we not only have like our chakras, but we have meridians that feed into all the organs. And but we what I'm super passionate about is our masculine and feminine energies, which we have our feminine energy is on our left side and our masculine energy is on the right side. And that masculine energy is all about structure and go and do and action. And the feminine energy is more like receiving and just flow and ease and fun and playfulness. And once you realize that how your body stifles your energy, like how you're, how are you letting that energy flow through your body? You know, like for me, as an example, I am really heavy on my feminine energy on my left side. I I am all about the fun and the flow and the, all that stuff. And my right side, my masculine energy, I am not a structured, organized girl. And so my energy on my right side is always very stagnant and slow. And so this is my life's work is to allow that masculine energy to move through me so that my feminine and masculine energy can come together as one. And I can be like one huge, big embodied, beautiful version of myself that is intuitive and taking action on that, all of that. So, and to a fact, get this, my right side, I know this is connected. I just know it like I know it like I know it. I have a hip replacement on my right side. So does my mom. So does my grandma. And it's because I know that we have all just not taken action on all of our dreams and desires generationally. And so I have two daughters and and I'm like, I healed that shit. Like I know they will not have hip problems. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? That's and amazing. And get this, my sister has a hip replacement on her left side, but guess what her job is? She is a professional organizer. So she has the structure and the organization in place, but she doesn't have the ease and flow about it. And so that's where her energy is stuck and slowed down. And so ultimately with everything that I do is we're trying to get the energy moving through the body so that you are not holding on to anything so that there are no stuck stagnant places anywhere in that body. But let's take it a layer deeper because I personally, I do believe in past lives. I do believe that we come into each lifetime and we carry um, uh, lessons and karmic responsibilities that we that we need to work on in this lifetime. And all that stuff from your past lifetime and generationally, like there's so many layers here, it is carried over and over and over through your body, through your cellular memory that is creating these experiences of your physical pain. Like it wasn't just in this lifetime that I had that hip issue. Like this was generations and lifetimes that I came into this lifetime to really, really heavily work on that. It's insane. I I mean, to me, I mean, when I came to see you, I had this pain in my right shoulder and you know, when you were saying it's the, you know, the, I had already heard the right side of the body is the father. I don't speak to my father, not my choice, by the way, his choice, but I, I'm not in communication with my father and I are disconnected. 
I have worked on this with myself. I don't, it's not something that I'm walking around going, I don't talk to my dad. Like I'm not, I've really kind of healed a lot around it. I also know that it's his choice. Like what, you know, I periodically I'll reach out. Hey, I love you. You know, no response. It's not that I'm not like trying, but I don't, I don't, you know, maybe once every couple months or six months, maybe I'll reach out. Um, but cause I always believe in second chances and all the things, but um, I'm, it's not something I'm like walking around in pain with necessarily, but crazy, crazy that I had this right shoulder pain. I had gone to a doctor, I'd had it at MRI and I came to you and that damn shoulder pain is gone. Wow. And shoulder, shoulder stuff is also where we like to hold our anger. And so I'm sure there were layers of anger in there, you know, even though you work through the things and you really truly are at peace. And I understand that because I think that's the thing is like we, in our minds, all right, here we go. In our minds, our minds are telling us that we're okay. I'm over it. I'm fine. I'm really fine. Like I did the talk therapy. I'm fine. But this is an energetics. Like this is how we hold it. This is how your body and soul communicate with each other. It's through the energetics in your body. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because logically, right? I mean, emotion, emotion beats logic every time. Let's just say that. So you logically, you can know a bunch of shit, but emotionally, there are some things that are buried in there, whether you like it or not, that are, if you're feeling a a kind of a chronic pain, it definitely can have to do with your mother, your father, something you're holding on to. And for me, definitely it was anger. And again, we're going to get into this whole entire story because it's fascinating uh, what happened uh, when I come on Cosmic Healing Podcast on the 19th. Um, but let's talk about the power of breath work because the first time I did breath work was with you in a room of like, you know, 75 women laying on a yoga mat. I had no idea what to expect. And I, and the other thing about that was part of me was so resistant. Like I was like, what is this? The breathing? Like I'm breathing? Like this is really like whatever. But I just, you know, you kept saying, listen, whatever you do, just keep the rhythm of this breath going. Just like keep the rhythm of this breath going and let it let it happen, you know? And I felt myself so resistant, but I was like, no, I'm just gonna just do what she's saying. And and my mom was at the last one that you did uh, in Florida, my cute mother. Um, and even she was like, oh my God, like what? You know, my mom's not used to things like this. It was her first experience, but she just thought like, okay, I'm just gonna do whatever she says to do. And then whatever happens, happens, I can't control it. Thank God, thank God we listened to you. Because then once we started breathing, then all these things started happening. So let's talk about the, the power. I, and first of all, what it is, because at first, let me tell you, uh, it sounds very light. Yeah. It, yeah. Fa- it sounds very <laughs> breath work. Like you're going to like teach somebody how to breathe. Like, like this is, this is why I think the problem, I think, I feel like the word is not, or the the term is not appropriate to what it really is. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I totally agree. And yeah, yeah, but you do have to work for it, you know, but, but I feel like it's like a breath transformation. Yes. I totally agree. I love that. Well, all right. New tagline. There we go. There we go. Breath Breath transformationalist. I like it. Okay. Um, Put it it on the wall. Stick it up there. So breath work is a connected pattern of breath. So normally when we breathe, like we're not even thinking about our breaths. And even when you set an alarm, you know, I'm going to, you know, take my, my breaths every hour just so I can like take a deep breath. This is, that's not this, this is a connected pattern of breath. So that as soon as you let that breath out, you are bringing it right back in. And the way that I teach breath work, the breath pattern that I work with is we bring that breath 
all the way deep down into the lowest part of your belly space, because hello, that's where your emotions are. That's where your central nervous system is. And you want to be able to allow that breath, which is medicine. And we are using your breath as medicine, allowing it to go down into that belly space, kind of stir some things up and then move it through your torso. And then you exhale deeply out of your mouth. So we breathe in deeply through our nose, letting that breath what, what I encourage people to do is to play around with it for a moment, because when you take a deep breath in through your nose, chances are you're sucking in your belly and, you know, because that's just the way that we take a deep breath, but when you can reverse it and really try to poke that belly out, that's taking that breath and using it as medicine. So you fill it up through your body, you exhale it, and then you bring it right back in. Now you can do that pattern of breath for 30 seconds and it's equally as, well, it won't take you there, but I mean, that 30 seconds of doing that is so powerful. Like if you're about to freak out about anything, or if you're nervous about anything, or you're feeling, you know, that will really help bring you back to the present moment just with that 30 seconds of those deep breaths connected deep breaths. And then what I usually do is we are together for about 45 minutes. So we're using that breath at, for an experience to take us on a journey. And what you are talking about, like with that resistance, there is a point around the uh, eight to 12 minute mark where your body is starting to feel things because you're breathing in this pattern that you've never breathed in before. And you're beginning to feel things and, and your, your ego is like, Oh, hell no, Liz, we're not going there. We've been shoving that shit. You start to feel emotion. Yeah. You really do. And, and, but that's the thing, like we need to be able to feel our emotions because we've been so disconnected from at least those that we've shoved down so deeply, you know, Um, or maybe you've been in denial about something, but once you, and that's the part where I'm always like, just, if you can just show your body who's boss, your ego, who's boss in this, in this particular moment, and just be like, it's safe. It is safe for me to keep breathing these, this way. It is safe for me to feel these emotions. It is safe for me to express myself like in a deep sigh, or, you know, maybe 20 minutes later through a tribal scream that your body has been holding onto or wailing, or, you know, like who knows what your body needs because it's your body. You don't even know. I certainly don't know, but that's part of the experience that I am so passionate about creating is that space and place where you are so safe to go into the depths of your soul and find out what's really there and then working through it and releasing it. And in that releasing that, that equals freedom freedom in your body, freedom for the abundance and the depth of being able to stare in each other's eyes and receive love and give love to levels that you can't even comprehend. Uh, I love this. First of all, I feel like everybody needs to go to Egos Anonymous. (laughs) I feel like we all need to just be like, hi, I'm Liz. I have this ego and it really tries to stop me from doing everything. Um, We all need to go to Egos Anonymous. Um, But, you know, also, you know, it is really true that most people are not breathing. um, When you talk about your lungs, right? We're just breathing to the top part of our lungs most of the time. We're never really going down down. into the lung. 
Um, which by the way, contributes to like problems with your aging and all the things like we need to be able to get down into that lower lung capacity where all the medicine and healing and yeah. all that stuff is. That's yeah. the point of this really big, uh, deep breathing. That's why Vaughn's talking about it being medicinal. Um, but explain to me, because I really don't know, how is it that when we do these things, people see things, they visualize things like what, why yeah. is this breath rhythm shamanic thing you do literally like taking ayahuasca like that's yeah i don't even know what ayahuasca is i don't even i'm never doing it i'm just letting everyone know but but well that's what it is so i have done ayahuasca i just did ayahuasca um because i was so curious what all the fuss is about i did it like two months ago and i was like screw this i get everything i want and need from my breath like I have, I have had more profound experiences through my breath alone than I did by working with ayahuasca. I so believe, I, believe. I, I mean, it really is. So what happens is your body, the way that you're breathing in, especially in the way that I teach it is you breathing in through your nose. It really works with your vagus nerve and it releases DMT in your body. And that's the psychedelic experiences that you can activate. Um, so it really is all about getting past that, that pain point, that, that point of resistance. And if you can surrender into the breath and, and your body to like, I'm, you know, my experiences, I'm not one that I want you to just lay there and breathe. Like I want you to you are your own healer. I want you to touch your body, feel your body, like kick your hands and kick your feet and, and roll out your shoulders and, you know, just use your voice. Like this is such an experiential experience that, um, that we're just so disconnected from those versions of ourselves that has that intuitive freedom to move and to shake and to release how our body desires to. We've put so many rules around ourselves. And so what, what we do is we create that space where there are no rules. You know, if you, if you are allowing yourself to sink deeper into your breath and to give yourself permission to move your body the way that intuitively it is asking you to move, then that is when you are going to have your next level version of you. Yeah. And part of that is also closing. Cause again, we need all need to go to egos anonymous. Um, you know what you're doing. The minute you start moving, the minute you start feeling emotion, your ego goes, ah, no, 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 no. I'm not interested in your healing and growth. Thank you so much. I'm interested in your safety and you look stupid. So let's stop, stop that right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we put on our, the eye mask or we close our eyes, there's a part of it that is like literally closing our internal eye of on ourselves right? We don't have that little internal, I'm watching you, bitch. What are you doing? This is not safe. What the hell? It turns that ego down just enough that the possibility is invited in and that you might go on this journey with Vaughn. (laughs) You might go on this journey. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then it's like, okay. And then you're open to it and you're like, oh, okay, wow. Okay. Now I'm starting to feel things. And, you know, then it's you trying to stay out of your mind to judge everything is, is where the work is. And that is the difference with a psychedelic, with a psychedelic, you can't control it. Like you're, you know, you're, you're going to no man's land, but with breath, you still can control it. But 
you but you don't, don't want to, to because you don't want to because you. It also was fascinating. Again, yeah. I've never done like shrooms or ayahuasca or anything. I'm such a lightweight. I've never done anything. I can imagine like when people are like, I see a purple pony. I, I, I feel like that's what it is. Like I saw these visions. I saw myself in different time periods. I saw, I mean, I saw these amazing things. So it was incredible. Again, going to tell you more on the Cosmic Healing Podcast. So you are transforming people. You are changing their lives. What do you want your legacy to be? Oh, I love that word legacy. That is such a bold, good word. Um, so I have, I have two daughters. They, this month they turned 15 and 17 and to be able to witness them standing in their power and not being afraid of asking for what they want and they desire and just keep showing up for themselves and, and just also like not having all this pressure on them to, to figure it all out. Like when I notice how I am teaching them and being an example to them, that is what I want to do for every single woman is to just be an example of what it's like to live in the fullest version of yourself, authentically, vulnerably through it all through it all. And I, that's very important because I'm a big fan of the shit's always going to be there. It's just, how are you going to be working through the shit? You know, I mean, it's always, you know, you're, you're always going to, and you are allowed to like, because there's going to be pain. There's going to be loss. There's going to be heartache. And we get to experience those things, but we also get to know that we are going to be okay because we are so connected to our soul and we know that we are just guided and held the whole way. This, everything that is happening to us and for us is really truly for our, our greatest good. Yeah. And so, so that's really what my legacy, what I would want that to be is I just want to be an example of what it can look like when you are authentically vulnerably, boldly yourself, no matter what. That's beautiful. Ah, I just love your little booty so much. Mm-hmm. I, love- I love your little booty so much. Um, tell everybody about this class that you're doing or it, what is this? It's like a cool thing you're doing that I want to know about. It's like a chakra class. Or the what? breathe into your chakras. Yeah. Yes. So that is three years ago, uh, at the beginning of 2020, I received like this download of, of, breathe into your chakras. And I, I offered it as a course on Facebook um, two times and it was amazing and it was incredible. And for three years now, I've been trying to have it as a as an evergreen opportunity course for people to do it at their self-pace. But because I'm always working through my own shit as well, and I'm very honest about that, I really was scared. I was scared to put it out there because it's so freaking good. I know that like once it's out there and it's available, like that means that, I don't know, I might actually do things that I I might actually be that legacy person that I talked about. I might actually be stepping into that version of myself. And that's 
scared the ever-loving shit out of me. And so I've been working through that over the past three years. And here I am. <laughs> and it's finally ready to really be out there. So that will be coming out mid-May. And it's incredible because we're really going to be going into those lower chakras. Um, there's seven main chakras when we we there's so there's seven main healing videos, but really working on those lower chakras is where it's good because you'll get to do them over and over as needed. And each time it'll take you to a different place because we, there are layers of emotion within you. Newsflash. Oh that's so exciting. Okay. So we'll put that in the show notes. Everybody knows how they can do that and sign up for that. Um, all right. We're on to the speed round, Vaughn. It's party Ooh, time. Okay. Okay. All right. So you're going to fill in the blank. Okay? okay. I'm learning that. That the learning never ends. 1000%. Learning never ends. Yeah. And that's never. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. When I feel lost, I. I'll place my hands, both my hands on my chest and I take a deep breath in and remind myself that I am safe. I am okay. I am safe. I am okay. And I keep breathing and repeating that until I don't feel lost anymore. Yeah. I mean, the, the truth is you have to feel the feelings until they no longer need to be felt. That's yeah. that's literally the game yeah. right there, right? Yeah. I am a woman who... Mm. I am a woman who is very confident in my offerings and my gifts and who I am. And it's very like uncomfortable for me to say that for a minute, but I finally am at that place where I, I know who I am. I know what I am here in this lifetime to do. And I am very confident in that. So, yeah. I love that. I am proud of the fact that I that I'm confident in myself. <laughs> I am I I am proud of I am proud of me waking up to everything that has been there all along because it would have been real easy for me just to keep going like I was going. I I think by this point 7 years later I, who knows what sort of disease I would have in my body but I am really proud of myself for for waking up and taking the steps to to heal. Yes, I'm proud of you for that too. I always say it's all connected. It is all connected. I say it all the time. Every emotion, every pain, every person, every every absolutely every single little thing is all connected. I love it. I'm really excited about. I'm excited about being open to the unknown. Like I really try to live my life without a big agenda, you know, like a big plan and master, master plan. You know, I'm just really, I'm excited about the unknown and just surrendering into that because you, the surrendering and unknown, those two go hand in hand. So you kind of got to surrender to be open to the unknown. Um, so yeah, that's, I'm, I'm excited about the unknown. Like I have no idea what is next for me. And all I know is I trust and I, I, I trust period. I trust period. 
I love that. Perfect note to end on. Vaughn, bon, thank you so much. This was just as juicy as a podcast as I wanted to have with you. I love talking to you. You will definitely be back. We have we have a million things we could talk about. A bazillion, so, for sure. A bazillion things. So thank you so much for coming on today oh, and sharing nice. all the things that you do. I'm going to put all your kind of contacts and everything in the show notes so people can work with you because it really is a life changer. It is thank a transformation. So it is breath transformation people that's what we're talking yep. about there we go there we go uh i just would like to take a moment and honor you and just thank you for all that you are doing and your podcast is amazing you are you just bring so much laughter and levity to these conversations and i'm just so proud of the warrior woman that you are you are so inspiring and beautiful and i'm just so grateful so so grateful to be connected to you and in this life together oh, we're in it together that just gives we're me comfort and, and healing right there that we're in it together <laughs> you and me yeah. thank you so much i received that thank you so much Vaughn. all right everybody thank you for joining me today and remember to subscribe on itunes google player spotify and if you enjoyed the show you know what we need a five-star written review this is the conversations with warrior women podcast with me liz swadek i ran out of breath Vaughn. remember every woman has a story you just need to ask her Bye, everyone. Bye.